God is truly able. He is a, 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 whoa. I hope somebody out there heard them when they were singing it, that they knew that, that God is able for whatever it is, whatever problems, whatever issues, whatever concerns, he's able to see you through. He's able to fix it for you. You've heard the reading of the scripture, a familiar passage of scripture. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I just want to right now lift my voice to heaven, asking God to bless us as we deliver words from him, where God has said to us to, to go forth and talk about this particular scripture in the book of Mark. Now, it, it recalls a certain story of a certain woman who had faith beyond compare. And so, God, we do thank you that you made the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts to be acceptable in your sight. Now, God, take away Keith and take away our anthem. Take away those things that make us us and allow us to hear from you. Turn us into the preachers that you have decided that we should be for this hour. Not about us, but all about you. In Jesus' name we do pray. And the people of God said, amen, amen, amen. Good morning to everybody. I want you to please listen carefully to me because I know that some of us don't like it. What is it? Uh, some of us don't like it because the it is we just got to wait. Did you hear me? Sometimes we just got to wait in life. Uh, sometimes we have just got to wait, wait when it seems like the thing that we want are a long time coming. Amen, somebody. Uh, we got to wait when it seems like that there are things that, that we uh, are needing uh, are a long time coming. I know I don't know about you, but let me put my hand up already. I know that there are times when I feel that way. There are times when we, we wait um, before major decisions can be made. And we wait before taking action. Waiting is an interesting phenomenon for us. And, and what makes things interesting sometimes is that while waiting past the eye, we have got to remember to thank God in the process of waiting and for his process of waiting itself. Oh, I know some of us don't like the process, but you, you know, it's like the, the boys used to say back in the day, don't hate the player, hate the game. Or so we, we don't need to hate anything. We need to just wait on God and and love what his process is. That's what we're going to talk about today is how giving thanks while waiting, giving thanks while waiting. But let me give you our subject, and that is giving thanks to God while in limbo. Giving thanks to God while in limbo. Yes, this is a part of our When It's Time to Give Thanks series uh, uh, in case you were wondering, uh, but but we are sure that many of you find this as an interesting conceptual framework for the question is probably in our minds, why thank God while we are in limbo? 
you know, you know, limbo. Some of y'all know what limbo is. You know, some of term it as being between a rock and a hard place. I don't know about you, but I've been in some rocks and some hard places before. Others put it in terms of waiting on our circumstances to get better. Uh, and still, some of our friends call it being somewhere between hell and high water. Can I get a witness out there in virtual land? Some of us know what I'm talking about. Why thank God when things seem upset and up in the air or upside down? Why, why thank God while in the middle of a situation after situation, circumstance after circumstance, issue after issue with seemingly no end in sight. Why thank God for all of that? Why thank him when we have to have that patience in these situations? What sense does that make, Dr. Brown? What, what sense does it make? Well, I'm so glad you asked me today. Uh, and so let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. First of all, the root of the word limbo is the edge of a hymn on a garment. The edge of a hymn on a garment. So the word itself tells us that limbo is someplace uh -huh. that borders very close to another. Ah. You see, we pastors have learned that sometimes limbo can be a good thing. You must be kidding, Pastor. You, you, you just lost your mind. High in the world, can we be talking about limbo being something good? That doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. And you're supposed to be, you and Pastor I, you're supposed to be educated and you're supposed to know about uh, giving things properly so that people can understand it. But that one doesn't seem to make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. We know. We know. But but we haven't, haven't we told you over and over and over and over again that our God does things in a counterintuitive fashion? Haven't we told you that? Yeah. Haven't we told you that in uh, Isaiah it says that his ways are not our ways? Haven't we told you that? Because sometimes, therefore, when we're straining as in limbo, we find out that God's way of doing it made it better for us. And it was in the times of limbo that we learned the most. And so, so we just want you to know that some have said it like this, that until God opens the next door, we better praise him in the hallway. Hallelujah. I'm going to jump and shout in the hallway. Uh, especially as things go on. I give God praise for the 62 years that he's given me this weekend. And so I have had many times where I had to wait for the next door to be open. But I was happily praising him in the hallway. Hallelujah. Some say that life with God is not immunity from difficulty, but peace from difficult times. Hallelujah. I don't know who I'm waving my hand to, but I'm waving and telling you that sometimes it's just his way of giving us peace in difficult times. Some just simply say that God is working and can turn around any situation. We know that. We know that. And still others say that when we wait, 
wait on God that he hears more than we say. He answers more than we ask. And he gives more than we can imagine. Oh, yeah, yeah, you might as well go to that scripture that says he can do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can think or ask. He can give more than we can even dream up. Our eyes have not seen and ears have not heard even in limbo what the things of God are going to be for us. And the good news is he does it in his own time and in his own way. So we can be in limbo or a long time or a short time, but with God controlling it, the limbo in God can be a good thing. Come on, Pastor. Mm -hmm. Give us some more. I, I'm glad you fixed that up for me, Pastor Keeva. I was about to wonder about you for a minute. Amen. Talking about limbo could be a good thing. Well, well, well. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you, yeah. you helped my spirit this morning. Mm -hmm. But our text, as Pastor Keith has already told you, comes from a very familiar story. If any of you have spent any time in the Gospels, you will have run across it in Matthew. Of course, we read it from Mark, and then Luke talks about it. Dr. Absolutely. Luke brings it up also. Uh, and they all record, Minister Swan, this, this testimony of a woman who had been sick for some 12 years. Uh, oh, you know, uh, that would have driven many of us beyond the break. Uh, many of us would have been pushed to the edge uh, for being sick for 12 years. Uh, some of us can't handle much for 12 hours, uh, uh, 12 days, uh -huh. uh, 12 minutes. Yeah. And so 12 years would have really been a stretch for us. But at any rate, this story says that she has an issue of blood, yeah, constant yeah, yeah. bleeding, or, or ongoing hemorrhaging. But for whatever the reason for her ailment, it sounded like it was serious, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And it's a serious situation. Something that required attention from some doctor somewhere. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. story of this unnamed damsel in distress is intertwined between the story of, 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 um, of the daughter of Jairus, who was a leader in the synagogue, who was sick and had died. Right. As Jesus is on his way at the request of the little girl's daddy, he stumbles into a woman who had been in limbo. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm glad about that story this morning. Uh -huh. But before I tell you something else, I'm going to remind you that if I had to list out her issues that she was dealing with, three of them come to mind right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Number one, she had a medical problem. Amen. Yeah, yeah. She had been bleeding for 12 years. Uh -huh. Number two, she had a financial problem. How do you know that? Yeah. Because the text says she had spent all she had and was not getting any better. Yeah, As yeah, a matter yeah. of fact, Pastor Keith, she was getting worse. Number three, she has a religious problem. How do you know that, Pastor I? Because in her day, there were rules that had been set in Leviticus 15, 25 through uh -huh. 27 that's right, that's right. that tells me that she had been deemed ceremonially unclean because of her constant bleeding. Yes, yes. Any discharge that a 
days required a ceremonial cleansing before my sister could assimilate back into the fold and get back in society with her family and her friends. Oh, come on, you are preaching this morning. Therefore, she would have to bend the three D's. Oh, y'all got to catch this. She's been defiled, destitute, and desperate. She would fit the description of somebody living in limbo.
Can I tell you, living in limbo, my brothers and sisters, uh, will cause you to seek Jesus. Uh, oh, you begin to pray and seek him uh, yeah. while he may be found. Uh, I'm glad about it. Uh, but me and Pastor Keith, we believe, uh, we believe there's some lessons for us this morning to learn about giving thanks uh, while we're in that space called limbo, yeah. while we are suspended uh, between the process uh, and the promise. Yes, oh, yes, I'm gonna yes. tell you the first thing I'm gonna tell you is giving thanks while limbo in limbo presents a learning experience. Yes, oh, what are you talking about, Pastor Anthem? Well, we all learn something about ourselves when God causes us to wait on an answered prayer. Yes, Hallelujah yes. to Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, we learn to persevere in the midst of the trial and the tribulation. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. James 1 and 4 reminds us that, that, that we got to learn that perseverance must be finished. It must be finished and complete because it is through that perseverance that yeah. allows us to become mature Christians and yeah. complete Christians yeah. so that we lack nothing past the keep. But that's not all. Not yeah. only do we learn something about ourselves and the strength that we may have on the inside, yeah. but we learn something about our God. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad about that oh, this morning. Yeah. That he is wise beyond compare. Yeah. Oh, that he desires us to grow and mature in him. Uh -huh. And I'm glad that we learn during those tough and difficult times that he is omnipotent, that he is omnipresent, and that he is omniscient. Yes, he oh, he is all that and more. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. praise God for what I've learned during my times between the promise, hallelujah, and between my process and the promise that God has given me. Oh God, oh God, oh God. So we can learn, we can learn something, hallelujah, when we are in limbo. Uh, the second thing we're going to tell you is this. Giving thanks in limbo presents a leaning on God experience. Yes, oh, we're learning and yes. now we're leaning. Yes. Oh, yes. You see, yes. the Proverbs writer in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 warns us that we have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and to lean not on what? Our oh, own understanding. understanding. But we got to acknowledge him in all our ways and he will uh, uh, direct our paths or some translations say or he will make our paths straight. Can I ask you how many times have we decided to lean on our intellect, to uh -huh. lean on our reasoning, uh -huh. and to lean on our logic in order to create our own path yeah, and yeah, our yeah. own destiny? Yeah. How many times have yeah. we leaned on what we saw and not what God said? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, somebody needs to hear me yeah. this morning. We got to learn to lean on God because it's a leaning on God kind of time. Yeah, yeah. Somebody listening this morning needs to thank God that even while you are waiting, that you have an opportunity and a privilege to fully rely on him. Yeah. Can I tell you, this is not a sign of weakness. Rather, it's a sign of strength. Yeah. Can I, 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 I'm talking about I, 
to submit to you today uh, that the longer I live, uh, the more I lead. Yeah. Oh, God. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. I thank God that he's big enough, that he's strong enough, yeah. and hallelujah, he's faithful enough to allow me to lean in while I wait on him. Oh, my, my, my. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like preaching this morning. Oh, I feel like preaching the word of God to the people of God. Oh, yes. I'm so, so be learning. We find out it's a learning experience. We understand it's a leaning experience. Where else are you going to tell me, peace, Pastor? I, I want to tell you that giving thanks in limbo presents a loving on God experience. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, love. We're going to love on God. Yeah, yeah. You see, what, what, uh, what we see in our text this morning when we look at verses 28 through 35, and is Jesus giving an unnamed damsel in distress a chance to worship him for her healing? Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. see, see, what she really wanted to do, she really wanted to sneak up in the crowd. Mm -hmm. uh, she wanted to be unnoticed uh, and anonymous. Yeah, yeah. And, and all she wanted to do was, was come up from behind uh, and, and reach out and touch uh, the very him. Uh, she didn't ask for his attention. Uh, she didn't want him to stop and pay attention to her. She didn't want the limelight down on her. Yeah. She didn't want to shake his hand and have a 10 minute conversation. Right. All right. she wanted to do, uh, all she really wanted to do uh, yeah. was just reach out and touch her and go on her way. But but what she but what happened was that she was noticed by the master. Oh God. And he stopped. He stopped in the middle of the crowd and begged the question, Pastor Keith, who touched me? Oh God. And see the disciples, they thought that was a ridiculous question, Minister Swan. You see, there was so many people pressing in on him. There could have been any one of the people in the crowd that had bumped into Jesus, that, that had touched him along the way. But, 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 uh, but Jesus knew that that was a different kind of touch. Oh, Lord, help me somebody. One that grew power from him. The Bible said that he felt a healing power that came from him. Oh, I just want to ask somebody that is among us that have you learned to trust to, to love on Jesus while you are waiting and anticipating? Are you loving him so long and you loving on him so hard that in the spirit you hear him saying, who touched me? Oh God, I don't know if it was somebody in the church of Jesus Christ that, that can hear in the spirit that the Lord is saying, who touched me? Who touched me? Who touched me? I know, I know you guys. I know we are between coronavirus and a cure, but we can still learn to give the God thoughts. We can still learn to lean on God. We can still learn to love on God, even while we are in limbo and in lockdown. Oh God, help me somebody already. 
more thing to tell you. All right, we're going to go through once again because you all, you have learned uh, how to be in limbo and with God, you have loved on him. Hallelujah. And, and now what you're going to do, you're going to give it thanks and limbo helps us to listen, 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 listen for God more clearly. Oh, my, my, my. I'm glad about that this morning because, see, we all so busy in our world. We're moving and shaking and we're getting it done. Oh, yeah, we out there. But I stopped by to tell somebody this morning that I'm really glad this morning that the text, the text that we are uh, exegeting this morning that is telling us what else that Jesus had to say. What did he have to say to the lady of long suffering? For 12 years, she'd been in our seats. For 12 years, she had remained stuck. For 12 years, all she wanted somebody to say is that your trouble, oh, oh, Lord have mercy. Anybody, anybody on the line this morning, anybody in Facebook been waiting to hear the Lord say your trouble is over. Well, 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 I'm glad this morning we got proof in verse 34 of our text. The text tells us that his words spoken was confirmation of what she felt. She said she felt the hemorrhage immediately stopped. When she reached out and touched his garment. And her, his words said, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Yeah. Your suffering, oh my, 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 is over. I know that was like music to her very ears. What is it, church? What is it, church? That you long to hear from Jesus this morning. That lets you know that even while you are waiting for your change to come, maybe, maybe you haven't quite arrived yet. But something that you want to hear him say in your heart. What is it that would be music? to your ears to hear Jesus speak in your spirit today. Many of us, many of us are still waiting. We're waiting, Pastor Pete, for that still, small voice to get our attention yes. while we are waiting in limbo. Our advice your pastor's advice to the house this morning is that we all learn to sit quiet. Wait patiently and listen attentively to him who will lead you, who will guide you, 
will direct you along your journey. Allow your time of limbo to be that time of learning, that time of leading, the time of loving, and a time of listening. We are sure that sooner or later, the God of our salvation is going to show up so that you can but reach out and touch and know that it is your faith, your faith, not your mama's faith, not your daddy's faith, not grandma's faith, but your faith has made you whole. Go in peace, oh God. Go in peace. Your suffering, your trouble, that trial, that situation, that circumstance is now over. 